0: Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay You know I'm a bad girl. Do what I want. Say what I like. Nobody can touch me. Trust me, I'm a bad girl.
1: Get what I want.
0: Live the life. Nobody can touch me. You know I'm a bad girl.
1: <laughs> you know I'm a bad girl. Welcome to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. It's Monday, in some ways, my favorite day of the week, because I miss you guys over the weekend. It's, a, it's just so much fun being here with you guys, 6 to 8 p.m. on The Answer San Diego. We are streaming live right now at a variety of different places. We're on all the different apps the cool kids uh, listen on. We're also at the app, The Answer San Diego app. We're streaming live on TheAnswerSanDiego.com. We're also giving you a little visual on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. And, of course, we're right on your radio dial at AM 1170 and FM 96.1. Got a great show for you guys tonight got some information. We've got one little report ain't nobody talking about today. We're going to share with you guys a little bit later with our man, Larry Clayman from Freedom Watch. There was a blockbuster decision out of a court this weekend regarding the Durham investigation and Sussman. And you're going to want to stay tuned for this. Buckle up your seatbelts, baby. It's tonight's Andrea K show. Before I go any further, got to bring in my brother. Oh, He's got a new name tonight because we actually got a little bit of good news, some breaking good news today. One of my favorite places, one of the catastrophes, one of the largest pieces of collateral damage from the draconian, communistic shutdowns of industries was the loss of Soup Plantation. But breaking news today, they're going to be back opening on July 4th. And that made this man so happy that tonight he is known as DJ Cup of Soup.
2: DJ Cup of Soup is here to tell you, that's right, the La Mesa location, reopening, summer 2022. Get your buffet on, because it's going to get real.
1: All righty. Um, that's enough on them, because they're not paying to be here. They're not paying for the advertisement. <laughs> All right. 888-344-1170. I don't know how much, um, speaking of um, what little known news, like the uh, trial announcement that was made with the durham trial investigation that we're going to share with you guys a little bit later i'm not really sure how many people are really aware of the assault on uh, americans across this country in in uh, the name of the pro-choice advocacy groups out there isn't it interesting they call themselves pro-choice what what at what choice does the democrat party allow you to have They're supposed to be the party of choice, right? The only choice they want you to be allowed to have is the choice to kill your unborn child in the womb. But there's no other choice you're allowed to have, including exercising your constitutional right as a justice to do your job, which is to uphold the Constitution. They don't think that you've got the right to make the choice of holding a Catholic mass on a Saturday if you don't share their view of on uh, when it comes to abortion. Heck, they don't think you've got the right to make the choice for whether or not you wear a mask, whether or not you get jabbed, whether or not you shouldn't have the right to to whether or not to make a choice of exercising your Second Amendment rights and owning a gun. You're not even allowed to have the choice in this country, according to the Democrats, on whether or not you agree with the outcome of an election right this is not a pro-choice movement this is a pro-communist movement and it's terrifying you're not allowed to peacefully rally but those on the left that are seeking in their fascist fascistic uh, methods are completely encouraged by the democrats to wage terror on the part of the families of supreme court justices i want i want to play a clip from outside of brett kavanaugh's home over the weekend Clip seven.
0: Godify, row. 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 Godify, row. 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 Women's right! Women's rights. Women's, rights. Women rights. Women's Women rights. rights. Women's rights. Women's rights. Women's, Women's rights. Rights. rights! back. back.
1: Here's where we got to stop it because here's where they lost me. Because I, you know, first, well, they lost me from the fact that they're terrorizing a young family. I don't know how old Brett Kavanaugh's daughters are at this point, but they can't be even in their teens, and this is outside of their home. Outside of their home, Brett Kavanaugh's family is being terrorized. At that point, we couldn't even understand what these people were saying. It sounds like they're saying trash bags. Well, they're certainly acting trashy. That's what we, back in my day, that's what we used to, that was like the, the mean thing that we could call, you know, people that we didn't like. You're such a trash bag, right? Well, that sounds like that's what they're, what they're saying and they're that's how they're behaving. Like animals. This is animalistic. This is fascistic. We don't get what we want and we're going to terrorize you. This is supposed to be the party of anti-bullying, right? There are reports that Justice Scalia, not Scalia, I keep wanting to call him Scalito, Justice Alito had to be moved to a safe place over the weekend. Of course. I mean, there have been threats on these people's
2: lives. And then you hear Democrats Andrea come over, you know, different media outlets today saying, "Well, you have to understand how emotionally charged this has made people. Their feelings and their their views on things are being attacked."
1: Well, uh, emotions, well that's that's ex- that's exactly what this is. It's emotional. It's not based on logic and reasoning and and rational thought. Let's think about all the irrational elements going on here. First of all, if they do if this majority opinion that was in the draft holds, as we've said countless times, because these are the facts, it goes back to the state's. What they've, they have not banned Roe v. They have not banned abortion in this country if this majority opinion holds. All they've done is they've decentralized it. They've basically returned this issue to where it belongs under the U.S. Constitution. There is, here's fact and rational thought. Here's facts and, and rash, rational truth as opposed to emotion. There is nothing in the United States Constitution to grant you the right to kill your unborn child. There's nothing in the U.S. Constitution that talks about privacy. These are the facts, and they are undisputed, right? There's nothing that. Here's another piece of fact and rational truth. It is not your body, your choice. It is a separate human being, right? Um, there was one. I can't remember who. Um, I didn't pull the clip from it. I don't remember what the show was, um, but it, it and who the and who this host was. But they basically revealed the truth that they know that this returns it to the states they know that that it return that by returning it to the states is also to return the issue to its constitutional um to where it should be constitutionally it returns the constitution to the issue restores constitutionality to the United States of America they know that but he, then and how can you know that they know that and they they know the truth about it because then their next thing is to talk about how if if you're in a state where they they have either a ban on abortion or restrictions on, on abortion the cramp your style, you might have to go to another state. So they know the truth about here. They know that they're lying to the American people and tapping into the emotions um, because they've changed the culture of America to be not one that's based in facts, not one that's based on truth, not one that's based on rational thought, not one that's based on anybody understanding that we're a republic of states and how the Constitution works, right? Um, but they they... So they're pandering to people that don't know all that. They're pandering to emotions. And here's how you can know that they know the truth. The same people that are trying to stoke emotions and fears admit that this goes back to the states. And that then what's going to happen is if you're in a state that either bans it or severely restricts it, you might have to go to another state. So really what their argument is, is they know it's not constitutional to have it centralized. They know that the right thing to do from the Constitution and our law of the land is to return it to the states. But that poses a problem of inconvenience to them. That's really what this is about. That's what this whole issue is about. It's about convenience. It's about that we centralized the destruction of of not just the constitutional republic and being a republic of states, but we centralized the complete destruction of the moral fabric of this nation. That not only do we have these Democrats that believe that it's okay to kill the, to kill an unborn child up to 28 days now. That's the movement now, up to 28 days after they've been born. That they not only have the right to do that, but it, that it be convenient for them to do it. And not just convenient, but cheap, right? Got to have the ta- your fellow taxpayers pay for it, right? We're going to take a break. We come back. It gets even crazier than that. <laughs> We've got... Wait till y'all hear what some alleged actress is saying about SCOTUS. And before you think that she's just completely insane, she's not the only one saying this. She's not the only one pushing this out there. And what acts of violence occurred over this weekend? And let me tell you, and who did it? And and the answer is, it's not the party that Joe Biden says was the most extreme political organization in America's history. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
0: Andrea K telling you like it is all while eating a donut the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego
1: welcome back to the Andrea K show 888-344-1170 wow um who remembers was it was it last week Skins. Or the week before to where Joe Biden did this whole thing. I think it was last week about how MAGA is the most dangerous. No, yeah, that
2: was last, last week. Last
1: sure. week, the most dangerous, extremist political organization. Um, okay. Meanwhile, what happened this weekend? Last segment, we played the audio clip from outside of Brett Kavanaugh's home of his wife, where his wife and his two young daughters live. I can't imagine being a kid and having a a mob outside of my home chanting like that. They deserve privacy. They're just doing their job. If you want to protest, go protest outside the the Supreme Court, right? But you don't go to somebody's home. What's next? They're going to burn a cross? How is it any different than what went on back in in the 50s and the 60s before civil rights? This is, and let me tell you, What's going on is no different than that. These people are being targeted simply because a le- of a legal opinion that they share, right?
2: When I brought up the emotions earlier, Andrea, it, it was the it was the pundits in the media that were basically saying, "Yeah, these people are emotional, so it's okay for them to go do this." No, it's not. This, no, no, this it's is not an infringement on people's property and privacy.
1: But that's the game that they've been played culturally on this country. Right. And th- that's how narcissists behave that that because you're u- upset over something, you get to just behave and, and throw uh, cement milkshakes at people like it happened with Andy. No, remember what happened with BLM in Antifa or even before that, Freddie Gray in Baltimore or even before that, Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri. Oh, and, and the mayor of Baltimore, we've got to give them a safe space. Right. To to exercise, to to protest. And what were they doing in Baltimore? Primarily destroying and burning down and destroying Asian owned businesses. That's what was going on in Baltimore. You all know what happened in Wisconsin and what happened with BLM there. Right. And in Kenosha, that's why Kyle Rittenhouse was there protecting his community. Well, guess what else happened in in Wisconsin? Um, This is according to in Madison, Wisconsin. Arson investigators were probing a fire on Sunday inside the headquarters of an anti-abortion group, Wisconsin Family Action, where someone spray spray painted a message on the side of the building. Um, Madison Police spokeswoman Stephanie Fryer told the Wisconsin State Journal that the fire reported shortly after 6 a.m. on Sunday, was suspicious in nature. Because let me tell you, these fire investigators, they can pinpoint exactly what the source of the fire was and whether or not you were doing something stupid with a candle or a cigarette, right? No one was injured, and officials are still working to determine how much damage the fire was caused. Um, They don't know, at least at that point, who vandalized the building. But we know it wasn't these crazy MAGA, far-right extremists. Who put the who who put the message on their quote if abortions aren't safe, then you aren't either. Think about that. How demented are we as a culture, as a nation, skins, when people are so obsessed with the ability to kill unborn children that they're going around burning down buildings? Where's the investigation right now by the Department of Justice? Nowhere. Right? It should have actually happened by Bill Barr back when when he was president to using RICO statutes try to figure out who was funding all of the protests that happened now maybe this doesn't deserve some DOJ you know investigation but you, there this there was an across the country Assault going on that pretty much seems coordinated, but it could not be. It may, Maybe it's not coordinated. Maybe that while this fire was happening in Wisconsin, pretty much, you know, in the same weekend, all these people attacked the Basilica in Los Angeles. And, you know, maybe maybe it's just that it, it's not coordinated like it was with BLM and Antifa. Maybe it's just that we just have that many, you know, fascists running around as a part of the Democrat Party now. And they are. This is fascism. This is totalitarianism. I heard one uh, attorney say that when that church, the Catholic church was holding mass, when that was interrupted, that that's actually a federal crime because that's completely in violation of their their constitutional rights. There is no constitutional amendment. There's no amendment that says women in, in this country, you can kill your unborn child. But the first amendment specifically mentions your right to free the exercise religion. So, where's the Department of Justice investigation into that? We know we got this counterterrorism group in the DOJ, don't we, Skins, to investigate teachers who were speaking up at school board meetings. Yeah,
2: teachers are a real problem.
1: All right. Well, according to one alleged actress, the problem is who even remembers Rosanna Arquette? Do you even remember? R- I do. Okay, but, okay. Since Pulp Fiction in what, 91? What has she done?
2: I can't actually name a single thing.
1: <laughs> and before Pulp Fiction, what has she done?
2: Actually can't name a single thing before that either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Congratulations
2: on the success of Pulp Fiction.
1: <laughs> and and the, I, I I think that, was that the Bonnie situation? I, I don't remember. No, that wasn't the title of that segment. The Bonnie situation was another one. that's when um, Vince has to take the drug, drug lord's girlfriend to go and get the, what's that thing called? Where they get stabbed to bring their heart back. See, the, see I know nothing about how drugs work. <laughs> My drug is sugar. <laughs> so anyway, she did a good job in that scene. In the movie Pulp Fiction, she was on screen, I think, three minutes. Well done for three minutes of Play with the Nose Ring in Pulp Fiction. Okay. So that's her claim to fame since then i I don't know what she's done. she's still considered an actress, so we'll call her the alleged actress though she came out and said that Republicans are going to traffic babies for financial gain in the event that the Supreme Court overturns roe v Wade. She goes it's no, it's not hysterical or alarmist. they will traffic babies that many women can't afford to keep. okay, so how are they going to traffic these babies? they're gonna go and show up at this at the hospital and like snatch. The baby out of the bassinet. Is that what is that what they're going to do? Um, she goes on to say there is huge money making. There is a huge money making market worldwide for babies. And behind that is organ trafficking. Uh, they are offic- The Supreme Court justices are officially the satanic force. Let's be serious here for a minute. Nutcase. Let's talk about the fact that David Leiden is facing felony charges because he videotaped Planned Parenthood sitting around eating pate and sipping Chardonnay at lunch talking about the shredding of babies to sell their parts. That's what's satanic. That's what's really going on. That's who's selling babies off for their parts. And in terms of trafficking babies, that's what's going on with the enabling and the encouragement and the assistance of the Biden administration with the open borders. They know the coyotes and the human traffickers are bringing in babies and women that are being raped all along the way here and bringing them. And as a matter of fact, I think alleged actress Roseanne Arquette, I think you still live in California, which is the state that recently we reported here on the show, reduced human trafficking from a felony down to a misdemeanor. So do you really care about human trafficking or are you just trying to, you know, get a little attention from the Hollywood crowd? Because, you know, this, you know, accusing Supreme Court of being satanic. I mean, that that might get you at least a walk on on a Netflix series, although maybe not Netflix because they're down 71 percent. Right. So I don't, well, I, I don't think
2: they'd be bold enough to take that move.
1: No, no, they're, they're, Netflix. Netflix is suffering enough without a Rosanna Arquette. <laughs> Citing. speaking of crazy actresses though and satan and satan i gotta play this clip of another alleged actress busy phillips i'm not i i have to use the word alleged because do you even know what this one what show she's been in
2: i the, the name even caught me by surprise
1: yeah i mean i i hear phillips and i think is she related to Mackenzie phillips and you know China Phillips. I mean, who is this biz, busy Phillips person? Well, apparently, aside from the occasional, you know, I don't know what she does. You know, what's called an under five. Maybe th- these are these are roles where you only have five lines or under. Um, she was actually on everybody's favorite show. The what?
2: I'm not saying it. <laughs> it's up to you. You're the host.
1: Speaking of, no, I ain't saying it. And I'm not. And this clip isn't very long. But I, you know, if we're going to talk about. The, the most extreme political organization and movement in this country, it can't be the party that actually wants to restore America back to on which it was founded, the party that wants to leave children alone and not have them recruited into trans, the party that thinks that we have a right to secure our borders and stop human trafficking. And the, it can't be the party that... Um, believes in traditional marriage and believes in the sanctity of of relationships and marriage and children and the family that and the the people that believe in God and just you know want to be able to exercise their freedom of speech it can't be the the people it's certainly not the people uh that want to stop thirty trillion dollars of in debt here it is here's the perfect soundbite to show you how far left extreme these the, these Democrats are because I literally Think it doesn't get any creepier more more satanic or more far left extremist than this busy phillips person clip nine
0: about motherhood um, especially during the pandemic what have you learned about yourself through motherhood huh?
2: i mean so many things but um,
1: that every cliche is true that it just all goes too fast and mm. i can't believe that i have an almost 14 year old who is, you know, making TikToks about reproductive rights. I've taught that kid well. And, um, and an ugh, eight-year-old. Ugh. I, I got to stop it there. The eight-year-old's doing clips of the TikTok videos. This is disgusting to me. They can't let children be children. She has sexualized her children. Why in the world does any 13-year-old need to have been so indoctrinated into sex and getting pregnant? And, and aborting and, and killing unborn children. That, that first of all, why, why is this kid even allowed on TikTok? Let alone having been so indoctrinated, so denied a childhood. At 13, what were you doing at 13? At 13, I was playing tennis all day. That's all I wanted to do was play tennis.
2: I was playing baseball.
1: I was outside. If I watched TV, it was, I liked, I liked reruns of that witchy poo. What was that? Uh, I didn't really like cartoons. H.R. Puffin stuff. You know, I want to watch HR Puffin stuff, right? Or reruns of Wild Wild West. You know, these—that's demented to me as a parent. When you—I mean, think to the degree in which she has been focusing her kid, both kids, including one that's eight year years old, on sex and and, and on abortions and pro-abortion and pro-abortion and pro-abortion. That the kid's obsessed with doing TikTok videos about it. To me, that is—that is child abuse.
2: Of course it is, because the kid would have never come up with that on their own.
1: No. No. Do, should parents talk to their kids about reproduction and sex? Absolutely. But it's like, is this woman like all day, every day talking to her kids about this? I just find this absolutely, this is the extreme. This is extre- This is I- incredible extremism. And the left knows it. Later on, we've got a clip for you. Another clip of another mother who found out that her and her family had been lied to about an event that was happening with her 13-year-old and fortunately, that 13-year-old knew better than what was being shoved on her and came home and told her parents what had really gone on, right? But for now, we're going to take a break. When we come back, our friend Larry Clayman, founder of Freedom Watch, is going to be here to share with you guys an amazing ruling out of a D.C. court over the weekend that nobody's talking about and what it has to do with the Durham report. Stay tuned. Larry Clayman from Freedom Watch will be next. 888 344
0: 1170. Andrea Kay. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. In the next segment, the Alabama prison guard and inmate story has just reached a very shocking conclusion. And we will share that with you guys in the next segment. But for now... We've got dear friend, my soul brother, Larry Clayman, founder of Freedom Watch and author of such books as It Takes a Revolution and It Takes a Counter-Revolution, joins me now to share the absolutely shocking, I guess I shouldn't be shocked, but I am shocked over the ruling that came out of a court on Saturday regarding the Durham uh, investigation, and he joins me now. Hey, Larry Clayman, welcome back, my brother, my soul yes, brother, my
3: soul sister. Well, brothers
1: and sisters. yeah, yes, we are brothers and sisters. And um, I'm glad you emailed this morning with the story because I hadn't even heard it. Of course, nobody's talking about it tonight. All the conservatives have been just so sure that John Durham was going to pull it off. And somebody from the D- Democrats and or Hillary Clinton herself was going to end up in stripes. But that doesn't seem to be the case, given this ruling on Saturday. Explain.
3: No, well, it's what I've been writing about in my books, Andrew, you know. We talked about it at our Third Continental Congress. These federal judges are in the hip pocket of the establishment, and no one will ever touch, in terms of that establishment, the justice system, Hillary Clinton. It won't happen, which is why we're prosecuting her in our citizens' grand juries and trials. This judge, Charles Cooper, I've had him before. I brought a lawsuit as just one example against the disciplinary apparatus of the D.C. bar. Which has been trying to eliminate all conservative lawyers from Washington, D.C. Not just me, but Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, mm-hmm. Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, and all four presidents of the D.C. Bar filed complaints against Bill Barr when he dropped the charges against General Flint. This judge dismissed my complaint before it was even served in a millisecond. I've got it up on appeal right now. But he's no different than the rest, and they will protect the establishment people. And of course, we've seen the Supreme Court do that, too, with Trump. Yeah, give him a hearing. Well, let's justice.
1: Well, I want to I want to back up a little bit because I want to make sure people understand what actually happened. So yeah, this right. guy, this guy Sussman, this attorney Sussman goes in before the before the election and um, says, you know, I got some information for you. Uh, who are you representing? Oh, I'm acting alone. I'm just a concerned citizen when he was really there on behalf of uh, Hillary, her campaign, the Democrats and the whole cabal. And it involved Russian in, uh, collusion information regarding Alpha Bank. So, and we also know that but the people involved in the Alpha Bank accusations were also involved with the Steele dossier. So, um, but I'm giving the, the Reader's Digest version. So he has been, uh-huh. he has been charged. And what Durham wanted to do in the trial and what the prosecutors wanted to do was introduce evidence of the conspiracy and bring in evidence that included the Clinton campaign and on and on. And the judge ruled no on that. Did I get it right?
3: No, you did. You cannot mention the word Clinton. OK, he was appointed by Obama. He's a Democrat. The judge, judge was. Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. You can't mention him. it's theater of the absurd. I mean, this could be a Woody Allen movie, frankly. And. Uh,
1: Yeah, this guy. Yeah, I have a. I have I'm having a flash. It is absurd because this guy was representing Clinton, but yet the person who hired him, that person's name can't be mentioned.
3: Right. But, you know, it's no different from the Republican judges in that court either. They will protect the Clintons as well. And there was only one judge that ever gave me any leeway to do it. That was Judge Royce Lambert. And he's gone south, you know, in the last few years. Now he's throwing peaceful protesters from January 6th in prison because, God forbid, Federal judges may be next, you know, in terms of protest. So this is what you deal with, and it's why Jefferson said federal judges, unelected, unaccountable to the people, would become despots and tyrants, causing us to shed the blood of patriots and tyrants yet again every 20 years or so. He didn't want to see anybody hurt, neither do I, neither do you. But this is what you deal with, because how do they get on the bench? They can't even offend the opposite party, or they'll be blocked from confirmation. So this is this is why the American people have no justice, and it's why we need to rise up ourselves and bring about justice on our own. Well, yeah, legally. And legally.
1: I mean, this is you know we have seen the Department of Justice, which includes so many different elements, but uh, you know, district attorneys that are being you know seats being paid for by George Soros and U.S. attorneys that you know I'm do campaign on not on the on the promise of. In investigating crimes on the basis of probable cause, but I'm running for office so I can take down Trump kind of stuff. And, you know, we've, we've seen our, our, our courts used in the instance of targeting going after we've got their January 6th defendants being held in gulags. We've seen our Department of Justice and our court system go to try to put an innocent young man that they knew was defending himself, Kyle Rittenhouse, in in jail forever. And we, the, the Department of Justice is really the deep state that needs, that needs an enema and needs to be routed out. Because when you're held in jail, when you've denied bail, Larry Clayman, when you've done nothing wrong on January 6th, but you've got a judge that's just an, an entire Department of Justice that's covering for you over and over and over because you're Hillary Clinton, whether it's violating the Espionage Act. Um, deleting 33,000 pieces of government property under subpoena, each one being a felony, to this. um, I mean, to to read that the prosecutors asked Judge Cooper to rule in advance of trial that Sussman was, quote, acting in concert towards a common goal with the pro-Clinton operatives to keep that out? I mean, why even bother? What's even even the point? That that was
3: tactically a mistake, too, on Durham's part. And you got to ask yourself, why is it taking them this long to try anybody? Yeah. This guy's from Perkins Coy. He could have indicted Hillary Clinton by now a long time ago. Yes. Who do you think's behind this? And then you have the, the former Attorney General Eric Holder today. You may not have seen this story. No. Holder, who worked under Janet Reno, under Clinton, and then Barack Obama, who allowed for uh, you know fast and furious gun running across the border in Mexico. Holder comes out and says the Justice Department should be indicting Trump. Holder is a reverse racist okay uh, he yeah. hates white he hates white people he's yeah. half white and half black he hates his white side okay and you know these are the people that are running the justice department and the republicans aren't much better because bill barr could have put all these people away when he was attorney general but he didn't because they're all part of this club right it's and, the national league and the, and the american league and they're by the grace of god go thee and we're making money hand over fist we're acquiring power. We're the beautiful people. The American people will be damned.
1: Right. I mean, the quote, the court will exercise its discretion not to engage in the kind of extensive evidentiary analysis that would be required to find that such a joint venture existed. While the special counsel has proffered some evidence of a collective effort to disseminate the purported link between Trump and Alpha to the press and others, the contours of this venture and its participants are not entirely obvious. Not obvious. Not oh, obvious. Not this, not this is... This is such Everyone's an insult. In French
3: is, but uh, the, here's the here's the problem. And this is what we were talking about at the Third Continental Congress. Federal judges need to be elected, not appointed with campaign contributions mm-hmm. and other forms of bribery. Yeah. He believes that he can do whatever he wants. The Supreme Court gave federal judges, including themselves, immunity. So they're never held accountable for anything. They're the biggest threat to this democracy. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, I've written the books that I've had. It takes yeah. a counter-revolution. Wake up, America. Andrea, we need a new government, not a new nation. And we need judges and federal officials who are elected, including cabinet secretaries Mm -hmm. and the rest, because they think once they get in there, they can do whatever they want. And they have immunity too. And you know what, Uh, Louis XVI and Marie Antoinette, they thought, hey, they had immunity. We know what ultimately happened to them. And we don't want to see that in this country. So that's why we need to peacefully and legally, as we've talked about, you know, form a new government with, and what, what, with real right.
1: leaders. What we need to do, Larry, is we need to get together. I know you're busy, and I've been super busy, and we need to, we need to promise, because I keep getting questions from listeners, you and Larry keep talking about this, but I need to hear an actual plan for, for this versus the take it from conceptual to, you know, an implementation kind of plan. So you and I, Larry and I promise you guys that we'll get together offline, we'll get our act together, we'll get our schedules together, and we'll put a plan in place where we can share and what would be how would what would that look like, and how would that be implemented? Promise, um, l- let's make a promise, Larry, that we will get together soon and provide that information to the listeners. We
3: will, we will, and we'll meet shortly. I hope.
1: All right. Will you take good care?
3: Thank you, dear. All
1: right. Now, stay tuned because the Alabama security guard, uh, prison guard, who helped an inmate escape, that story has reached a really shocking conclusion, and we will tell you all about it when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego.
0: You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on the Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show 888-344-1170. You can give us a call live now cuz uh, this Alabama prison guard Helping an inmate escape story has just kind of fascinated the American people, especially today, because Amber Heard and Johnny Depp are not the trial is not going on. There's a week break on that. So why not talk about this crazy gal, right, who helped this uh, 38 year old uh, inmate escape, right? So they've been on the run now, like a like a good old fashioned Bonnie and Clyde for about 10 days now. And I, I thought it was really interesting that they've managed to escape for that long, right? Because usually people are found quicker than that. I don't know if they had a whole lot of money on them, how they were able to escape. It seems as though there was a tip... That that occurred that uh, there a Sunday night that a 2006 Ford F one fifty had been discovered in the in the area in in Indiana where they were at Weinbach Car Wash. The owner of the car wash provided security footage. So then the officials were like, "Okay, well, you know, it was abandoned a few days ago. Maybe you know that may not mean they're still in the area." Well, lo and behold. Uh, they were seen in the area. They ended up in some Cadillac, I guess it was. The U.S. Marshals um, followed on. I guess there was, I don't know if it was a high-speed chase, but... Um, From what I'm reading, it says it, it was. It was a high-speed chase, um, but I guess that only lasted like three minutes or something like that.
2: The chase ended in a car wreck, actually, and then she was—that the the arrest was going to happen, and she knew it, and that's when she took matters into her own hands, and it says here that she shot herself in the head.
1: Yeah, They had an accident, rolled into a ditch, and she shot herself. She actually was still alive at the scene. The inmate was taken, I think they were both taken to the hospital. He had some injuries in in the accident. She had shot herself, and she ended up, she was alive at the scene, transported to a hospital where she died at 7 p.m. Central Time. But this is a crazy story to me, because I don't, ladies, is there a dude out there worth it? First of all, I mean, she was 56, he was 38. They had had some kind of special relationship going on when he was behind bars and she was the prison guard there. She'd give him extra food and privileges. I mean, I, I, I there's just, I, I don't know. I, I, I find it hard. I can't wrap my head around this, Skins. I can't understand how a woman, you know, there ain't a man good looking enough. George Clooney in the old ER days when he was still, when he was still hot could not have gotten me to do this. There ain't any dude that's worth it to me. I don't understand this.
2: Well, it's because you're normal and I don't think you're able to understand it.
1: Is there a woman like pick a celebrity? Is there a woman that you think is like so like the the, like some actress that you think is so amazing that if you were a prison guard and she was like your inmate that you might do this for?
2: No, I mean, there's there's several actresses that I think are absolutely stunning, but that's just next level, you you know, craziness. Nobody's worth that.
1: No, nobody. Uh, Who do you think is so amazing? Like who are your top actresses? And, uh, and don't for, tell me for Rosanna years Arquette. Up,
2: actually, uh, I wouldn't say that so much anymore. I used to have a huge crush on Meg Ryan.
1: Oh yeah, before she messed up her face. With yeah, all the messed even, up she her face. She was so cute.
2: Uh, currently, actually, Kirsten Dunst, I find gorgeous.
1: She is. Um, you know, I've I, for me, I always wanted dark hair. So for me, I always you know looked at the actresses that with dark hair because you always want what you you don't have. She's she's blonde, so I'm like, huh, that's not who you know, that's not who is a woman. I think is so amazing for me. Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, Um, she was from um, Wonder Woman, huh? Right? Um, She, I loved Red Notice with. No, that was good. Um, Red Notice with Ryan Reynolds and The Rock, who I don't like politically. I thought that movie was cute. I think she's absolutely stunning. That that would be as as a but guy, that's who said, I would think would be nobody,
2: amazing. Nobody no matter looks it's not worth it.
1: No, I just don't understand this. This is such a sad ending for me. You know, um and and oftentimes when people are, you know, on the run and they're cornered, no matter who they are, oftentimes they do this. You know, they just, you know, they can't face the consequences. That kind of the Thelma Louise thing, you know, they're going to, they know when they're on the run that their time is limited and if they're caught, you know, which they're likely to be, that they're just going to end things right there. He, though, of course, he didn't do it, right? He was probably, he probably was thinking, well, I'm going to make a run for it if it works, great. If not, I'm going to go back and find me another prison guard who's going to bring me extra food, extra snacks, because that's how you men think, Right she's probably like it's over i don't get to be with my man for the rest of my re- i might as well end it now because if i can't get to be with my man here on earth he goes back to know. the same lifestyle he's like yeah i'll go back to prison i'll find me another prison guard bringing snacks <laughs> Whatever. right um it's sad though we shouldn't laugh because no, it, it is actually sad. is a very very sad story and a sad ending and maybe it can be a cautionary tale you know, for to don't, to don't allow, whether you're a man or a woman, to don't allow yourself to get caught up. And, you know, I think we've all, to a lesser extent, I think, in relationships, have we all not, though, compromised a little bit at some point for somebody? I would never, to this degree, commit a crime or anything like that. But... I mean, maybe we can empathize a little bit. Have you ever just done something you really didn't want to do or got... Yeah, I'm not sharing
2: it on air for sure, but... Come on now, it's just me and you. But then you look back out of that relationship, Andrea, and you're like, ooh, I did that? Yeah. And you finally reach a healthy point where you're like, yeah, you don't compromise those things.
1: No. No. Usually by the time you're, she was 56, usually you would like to think that you get to a, a certain point in your life to where you're like, you know what? Um, I, I have to live my life as Oprah would say, my authentic self, and I'm not I'm not going to compromise my values, my principles, my beliefs for any human being no, on the, this earth. Those
2: way. make up who you are. You should not right. have to compromise those things.
1: Right, and it, to me, that's the best thing about growing older is becoming more secure in who you, more secure in who you are, not less secure in who you are. And this is what makes me sad because I think she was an attractive woman. She had a good job, right? Probably making decent money. And I think that, you know, whether you're ladies and I and I've heard many stories of men that you just get taken by women, you know, online, they meet online or whatever or not. And they get caught up to, in something, get taken advantage of and get get their hearts broken. And I, you know, I, I think that um, I think self-love, right? Just respect yourself. Respect yourself enough to set boundaries and say I love you know when I was a kid and growing up in the deep south the bible belt we were almost raised to think that you know in the church that if you if you loved yourself you were being a sinner because you were supposed to love others but the reality is you can't love others unless you love yourself first Amen. you can't be a good partner to somebody as a good spouse a good parent a good sibling or whatever you have to good be healthy within
2: your own skin
1: yes you. that's why I think I, I never understood what it meant in the bible love others as you love yourself I used to think that's just so selfish. You're not supposed to love yourself. Of course you are. That's that's healthy. Well,
2: yeah, there's a difference between doing it in a healthy way as opposed to an unhealthy way.
1: Right. And, we've, and, and I have some friends of mine that have never, ever gotten sucked into anything unhealthy, but the majority of people I know have at some point. And so um, I try to learn from other people's mistakes as much as possible. And I certainly try to learn from my own. So prayers for her family tonight. And in Alabama and and beyond, because there, you know, there's there's some hearts breaking tonight over this story. There absolutely is. We got another hour of the Andrea K show coming up. In fact, you know what I think we need to do? I think we need to start that hour with with some fun. We might have a little little tidbit of something we call your daily dose of non-clarity are from the vault of stupid to share with you guys.
2: You mean Joe Biden? Hey, the man don't tell him who! that was installed in the White House? Hey, uh, now you've revealed... It less than clear?
1: Now you revealed who it is. Like they were probably on pins and needles. They, they,
2: they, 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 they knew who
1: it was. <laughs> You think they knew who it
2: was? There's only one man that has lived up to that name over the last 20 months.
1: Yeah, well, i tell you what else he's lived up to, to be the first American president of my lifetime who's literally, in a, in a year and a half, destroyed... The economy Encouraged and enabled a crime wave Across this country The country's in shambles But primaries are happening And we're going to talk about that as well when we come back So don't you go anywhere More Andrea Kaye coming up